You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Welcome back to another episode of That New Rookie. I am the host of it, Awesome1849, but you can call me all. I'm going to name this episode that rookie's first week. Uh, it's the first week of the season, and for as my minor league, my first minor league season, sort of kind of get in the mindset of what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just kind of learning along, right? So I'm, I'm mimicking what goes goes on, what other people do, and of course I'm asking like thirty thousand questions. Some of them the same questions to different people, just to kind of get an idea not that I distrust what anyway tells me but more for my own like reassurance that I'm not doing anything wrong with with uh, season or what I should be doing to progress my player to be better uh, well let's jump into it first thing I do I guess when I'm starting the week out or um, ready to do my task, as you would say, during the week. Um, I'm lucky enough to have in my team channel uh, what we call a TPE channel where it, they put it put out everything that you can earn your points to add to increase your player's uh, stats or make him better over make him or her better over time. So in this particular case, it it, uh, it was updated on the 5th of October, five days ago, so Monday, uh, with it being an activity check. So you check in every week, you say, hey, I'm here, and you get three TPE. So, and then uh, the weekly training or gym session. Now, most of, most of everyone that's in it for the first time, like myself, it's always minors and so the majors doesn't matter but the minors do and what it is is you go in and say i have my weekly training a gym session you get three i think it's three tpe but it costs you money uh in this case it's going to be five hundred thousand dollars uh if you've done your rookie task is what you're supposed to do at the beginning right if you do all eight and that's what i did i just went ahead and knocked it all out even though i didn't know what i was doing um then you get nine million. So that's that's plenty enough to get, you know, several weeks and kind of get your feet wet until you're able to learn to do things such as this podcast. And uh I'll have a little shout out for that later. Uh so there's also like uh in this particular case, in this one, it's a season twenty one primetime one, which is um basically a pick'em, right? So the commissioner picks and then you pick and based on who wins the simulated games that are selected for the week, uh, you are able to claim next week for that TPE and there'll be a post on that. Now, I don't 100% know at the moment how that works. And since this is sort of like, hey, how I experience everything for the first time, I'll mention about it 
you know, in the next podcast or the podcast after. Uh, but for right now, for, you know, as someone that's new to all, all of this, I don't exactly know what that's at yet. Now, the picture chain, I kind of like that. It's kind of cute. Um, basically, somebody puts up, start a picture, and then you're supposed to put less than 10 words down. Something relatable to that picture while you put up another picture or, or uh, GIF. So if uh, I think the, the one they were using about the dog, there was the dog talking about his teeth, and then the next one they had a picture of someone's teeth, and it was a little different, and then... They were like, look at the, the size of these incisors or something, something silly like that. And then, of course, you know, you can put the next one up and you can put like Dracula, right? Because of his teeth. And then someone may put up a cross that's uh, cursing Dracula because you know, the silver cross, you know. Uh, so on and on like that and just go through and then you get to claim uh however tpe with it i believe that's three as well three or five so and then there's journalism and let me click on some of these there's pointed task um going through point task in this particular case right so journal pt is for three hundred thousand and two tp so you get paid three hundred thousand k and you get two tp and it's claimable next week after being graded somebody reads it whatever it's a minimum of 150 words and then they uh write about whatever you want about your player the league and anything relates to your player in the league it may be somewhat uh related. which i'll do this later i'm probably going to mention something about uh my expectations for the first week and how i thought with my player i would do better than what I did but realistically you know thinking about it realistically it makes perfect sense and I'll get into that later in a later section um, so but I will put in the journal claimable next week perfectly fine they'll grade it they'll let me know I don't know exactly how that works yet but I'm sure it'll come around uh, there's another one that says it's worth three TPE and it is what is this prediction time write it 200 words about what team that didn't make it playoffs last season that's going to shock everyone and make it this year unfortunately for me i don't know much about last year's team so I don't know if I can actually do that one. I might have to skip it for the week. I don't care to skip, skip anything, so I'll try to avoid that. Of course, primetime picks. I think that's it. And then, you know, daily transactions with each player. All right. That's, that's all I got for that. So I'll go through each day, right? And I kind of go through the pro baseball experience forums see if there's anything that kind of sticks out and then uh, i check out the media i see if there's pressers or podcasts which is i'm doing one i'll i'll do a little shout for that later also check out discord there's a lot of there's a lot of information a lot of people on discord every single day i check out the san bardino 66ers discord i check out the the pro baseball experience main discord the playoff watch party um and uh, the Detroit Demons has invited me to be in their rookie channel. 
uh, for their future. And I think that's I think really good, right? That's really good scouting. You just have all the, the rookies filter in, and you can just watch. And if there's something that sticks out and there's any interaction with people, then, uh, then they would take notice and pick them up whenever it's time for the draft. I, I think that's an excellent strategy. I hope it works out for them, uh, whether if I make their team or don't make their team in the future. I, no one else has uh, came and, and invited me thus far. Of course, it's early in the first season, right? So, I, I'm going to take a moment to answer a question from Joe Burrow in Discord. I quickly gave a little shout out saying I was doing a podcast and wanted to answer any questions of course last minute you're not going to get much uh, traction but he said he asked what do you think about the first few sims of the season any team that surprised or disappointed you well to answer that question it's like an empty slate so I really don't know so much about the histories of the teams other than my own who was in the World Series the last three times and lost. So uh, seeing that we're 11 and 13 does seem to look disappointing at the moment, but as I said earlier in another bit of this podcast, uh, I'm very optimistic. So I'm not I'm not too worried about that part of it. Uh, as far as uh, watching The Sims, there were, there were some exciting ones. Uh, you know, it's... I've never done anything like that before, so watching it, it's really good. I was let down by one of the games that ended on an error, and and I believe it was, um, I I can't remember the team, um, but it was one of the major te- one of the major ones for the week that the commissioner uh, we had to pick the winner. I believe the one the we the players lost essentially but it they how they lost it was was more upsetting because it they lost due to an error throw from shortstop to first base so uh but outside of that it was a great game it was a great comeback it was it was um i actually i was actually at work at the time i was very excited watching it i couldn't say much because i didn't want to distract anyone but i so I look forward to watching more of the Sims in the coming weeks. I think I think I'm very. It made me feel excited to watch it. It's like what well, I'm a I'm a huge Braves fan on television. So I've I've not because they're doing great now, but I've since I've moved across the ocean, it's difficult for me to watch baseball. So any kind of avenue to watch the baseball is a lot more exciting. And and with the Braves, which is nearly my home team, and I've always been a Braves fan, uh, that excitement was there, and especially when things go down to the wire. Uh, I I don't think people outside of baseball really understands that aspect of how it may seem like a slow game, but when it's when it's tight like that, it makes it really fun to watch. And that kind of you know with the PBS Sims. Uh, that game alone made it really interesting to watch because it went into extra innings and it was um, it was tight. Like the, you can you can almost feel the pressure 
on the pitchers to perform, especially when the bases were loaded. I believe the bases were loaded in the top half of the inning before the bottom half, or at least there was someone on third and they never scored. Uh, so the pressure of that, striking out two in a row, uh, it, yeah, that, that part I enjoy and thought very impressed about. Uh, there wasn't really much in disappointment. Um, I was disappointed to see my player get an, get an error, um, but it, it was only one and one in 24 games, which is pretty good for a rookie. So, uh, but that's the answer. That's the long winded answer to your question. Maple had a question for uh, me in Discord. Uh, eh, basically, Cancun Toros, overrated or World Series favorites? Well, a couple things with that. Uh, first, I am still new to everything and learning uh, the majors. Um, so I don't focus on those as much, but give it a fair shot from what I've seen they've been they've been a very high powered offense and then uh, uh, I know that they've been winning a lot of games so going back and looking uh, at the stats and their team stats were reflective of the league uh, they've been bossing it as far as like the offense power they're, they're 7.8 runs per game uh, San Antonio's 6.1 and then it just goes into the fives after that so anybody that puts up those kind of numbers are bound to, you know, make more wins and losses majority of the time. Uh, they remind me of the MLB group, the Braves, where their high-powered offense just smacks everybody around. Now, as far as their pitching is concerned, they're about middle of the pack, right? They give up, I think it said they give up 4.2 runs. So that was slightly better than the halfway point. Uh, just just glancing over some numbers here uh, they have they don't have many saves so when they win they win big um, they've given up 118 runs their era is sitting at 419 which is looking about middle of the pack and slightly under the halfway the median point so walks are giving up 90 am i reading that right yeah, 90. That's on the higher side. Uh, they're striking out 239, which is about middle of the pack, right? So, uh, so the, I think they're pitching. So if I went back and I was looking at their pitching, um, their starters are all left-handed starters. I think, personally, um, and all their relievers are right-handed relievers. Not many blown, not many blown saves. Um, there's only one that took one of the relievers took the loss, and most of the time it's the, the starters that ends up with the wins and loss. And it looks like they have two people uh, coming up with the saves. Uh, they have all left-handed starters. I think any any GM worth their or any uh, manager worth their salt will purposely switch the games up for the Toros and especially when it comes down to ladder in the season if I was a manager 
I would go ahead and set up and every time I play the Toros I would have a start uh, I would have all my rights in on uh, on these starters and then sub them out for left you know later in the later innings I'd specifically you know to me that that looks like it could be exploited later as far as the legit team they got like even with the the pitching I think that they can uh, they can take it all like uh, the pitching's not really a problem I'm just seeing what potentially could uh, help teams combat against their high-powered offense as far as you know fixing their offense or you know calming them down I'm not sure sure if you're gonna do that these guys look like they're ready yep I'm gonna go with I'm gonna agree with Dogwood even though I consider him my rival I just want to hit a home run off of him uh, to win it all yeah, they're going to win it all. That's my call. I'll call it too. I'm with you, Dogwood. I'm with you on that. All right, that's it for that question. I want to give a shout out to Anchor and Audacity because with those two combined together, I can't make this podcast for you. Uh, I use Audacity, obviously, to record. Uh, I'm still learning how to clean up. Now, the first time I did one big long record, but this time I've cut it up a little bit, so we'll see how that works out uh, into segments. And and with Anchor, I'm going to put that in and put the music in. I think someone made a comment about how the music could be a little lower next time, so I'll work on that. We'll see how that works out. Okay, so naturally, when... You know, when I start the season, I want I want everything to be perfect. I want to be right. And of course, you know, my expectation is something new coming into this. It's of course it's going to be pretty high because I want to like be the best and do the best and 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 be the best and of course be the best player for my team. Uh, eventually, I will get there. But right now, you know, it's baby steps, right? So. That's sort of some of the things that I've learned this week. So pulling up my player, um, I'm a shortstop. Name's Linus Riverboat, right? Right now it's number 48, but I think I want to change it. I, I always like 31 or 13. So I think I'm going to lean towards 31 for right now, or 13. I don't know. I may coin flip that. But either way, that number's going to change. Like 48, great, but not for me. Um just a little background on my player itself, uh, 20-year-old that is a switch hitter, uh, throws right, of course, uh, shortstop, looks like my morale is normal right now. I've played 28 games so far. Uh, I've. It looks like I've walked six times. No, five, five walks. Um, I've had 100, oh, I've been hit by pitch once. Um, I've had one double, I've had four RBIs, 11 runs, I bat 7th right now, hopefully I will come up and uh, come up on that batting order, 
However, I think I understand why I'm, I'm a rookie, so I'm not very great at anything quite yet. Uh, I've struck out nine times in a hundred bats, so I think I think that's pretty good. That you know, one out of ten at bats is a strikeout. It's good for right now. So it looks like my average is two fifty three. My o my OB my OBP is two ninety seven. Uh, my WRC plus is 49. More importantly, with my uh, defense, it's a little... I, I, I'm kind of happy about it right now. My zone rating is plus uh, 1.4. Um, I've made only one error all season in 24 games. And that actually um, did not cost a run. My range is 4.75. Pretty decent, right? So, pretty decent build. Very happy where the team is at right now, even though we have a losing record. We're 11-13 and 13 for the moment. We're three games out of first place. Uh, I feel like that's temporary. I feel like as the season goes on, we're going to get much stronger at a faster rate So, uh, than other teams. Fully, fully believe in the 66ers. And, uh, I guess it looks like that we're doing pretty well at, like, producing hits um, and at being batting average and balls in play. And strikeouts uh, on the pitching side. We're not doing so great in ERA and starter ERA. Um, we're allowing way too many walks, and we are allowing just too many runs. And that I think that's what's hurting us the most. I mean, being absolutely last in the league in those things makes it hard to, like, do anything productive but on the batting side we're all in the top you know two or three in most of the categories home runs um, second extra base hits we have the lowest strikeout count I mean I just told you I'm one for ten on my personal stuff uh, I mean stolen bases though hits hits are third run scores about middle of the pack uh, batting average is third I mean yeah, so it's been pretty great. Uh, we had a rough May though, seven and nine overall in that. I I watched some of it on. So going back to uh, team stuff and and rookie stuff, you know that's sort of like where I'm at right now with myself and my team. I feel like um, I I won't be a one and done. In the minors, I feel like I'm going to spend two or three seasons there. However, you know, that's great. I mean, it's fine that my player has to develop. And I think, you know, everybody wants that, oh, my player's an automatic star right off day one. You know, that's not going to be the case. However, I am I am happy that my player is brand new, only committed one error. It did not result in a change in the outcome of the game. Uh, 
So I'm that that to me is more most important. The batting will come around. Uh, I learned some stuff last night, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that in just a moment. Looking at injury report, fielding report, uh, fielding report. Right now we are some rating at plus one nine. I mean we're we're towards the top in defense. Overall in the league, we are middle of the pack. But definitely, let's see. What else do we have here? Pitching report. Minor league. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Hepcats has 32 stolen bases, guys. 32. The Steeds have 31. You don't think that doesn't play into the reason why they're top of each division? Wow. Dallas Dynamos, 54 stolen bases. I thought we were decent. But nope. Nope, we're at the bottom of that. So, uh, let's see. What else? I'm going to go ahead and check out the rest of the league here. Okay, so some of the league stats for the Miners, obviously. Uh, looks like batting average is uh, Drozov, 452, followed by Tsunami. Uh, of course, he's got on-base percentage, slugging percentage, and on-base plus slugging right now. Of course, his war's at 2.0. Uh, he runs created per seven, 27 ounces, 17.2. He's rocking it, didn't he? He also leads and hits. Total bases, singles, RBIs. He's second and hit by pitches. Wow. He's, he's really got it. There's a couple others sprinkled in. You know, everybody's got 24 games in. Isolated power goes to the lane. Uh, also, he... Um, he has the most at-bats for our San Bardino. He's third in slugging as well. What other notable stats? Uh, four triples for Spencer from Dallas. And DB, um, the Swifties, with nine. Oh, well. Uh, there's only been two intentional walks. Through the entire league at this point, we're only 24 games in. Let's talk about the pitching a little bit. Looks like Hammersmith is leading in wins with Tuck, Madown, and Tam. And Maserati is leading the ERA campaign with 1.72. Uh, Dart has the most losses at the moment, followed by Faint and Pressing. Forgive me for that sound. That was my footstool falling. LaRue has the most saves with six games pitched. is 14 with LaRue and Rodriguez Jr. Um, there's been four people that completed games so far. Dart, Hammersmith, Robert, and Sandwich. They each have one. Uh, two of them from Chicago. Okay, cool. Uh, Robert and Sandwich both have shutouts. That's probably why they have complete games. Uh, Hammersmith and Robert both are... One and two, respectively, in innings pitch with 46 and 41 innings. Chicago starters are actually lasting pretty long uh, in the game. 
Home rent's allowed. Max Miller is allowed 11. Next highest is 8. And then Bellinger Jr. with 7. We need to shape it up. We're giving, wow, we're, we get two of the top three home runs allowed. Uh, walks allowed 20 by Kyle Bellinger Jr. Uh, strikeouts is leading with 34, and strikeouts per nine, obviously, would be, be Takahashi again with 10.1. Arroyo is tied. This is again. This is only 24 games into the season. I'm sure that it's going to switch around, and like Max and Bellinger, BJ will not be at the top of that list come end of uh, end of the season. Full faith in that one. Uh, opponent slugging, Stevens leading that, opponent Stevens leading that as well. Bang average, batting balls in play. Stevens leading that with a 2.33. Maserati has the highest war among pitchers at 1.3, followed by Talk Me Down, Took Me Down. Nelson, Farmworth, and Sims round out the top five, respectively at 1.0. Point nine, point nine, and point eight. Let's look at the league batting average as a team. State College has six point eight runs per game. That's going to be leading that with one hundred and sixty three runs. Uh, comparison Anchorage has the least at eighty four runs. So that's a big differential right there. Uh, as far as at bats. Uh, they're all about even the amount of hits. Uh, State College has around 275. Uh, however, um, Anchorage is at the bottom of the list with 193. It's only 24 games into the season, so that's a really it's kind of a real big differential right there, isn't it? Um, as far as doubles, extra extra balls, doubles and triples. Um, and home runs go. Uh, State College is just leading it. Just Boston, everything across the board. They're at 36 uh, doubles and three triples. That doesn't lead, but at least it puts out the good showing. 31 home runs overall. I believe that's good for second next to uh, my team, the San Mardino 66ers. They lead with 37. We have some power bats, so uh, they are walked 90 times. Through the season, which is good enough, I believe, for first, second, second. Kansas City has walked to a slight bit more. Strikeouts, mm, they're all right there, about even. San Bernardino actually has the least amount of strikeouts by far at 113. They do put that ball in play. That is a good thing. Um, but they also... Um, State College has 31 stolen bases, which is good enough for third. Uh, but the, the Kansas City has 32, and Dallas has 54. After that, it drops way off to Chicago with 14. San Bernardino has 7 after that. As far as the averages go, obviously, it's going to reflect a lot on the records. So they have a 313 batting average as a team. That's good enough for one first place. So... Dallas has 313, followed by Kansas City's 285. Uh, 
and San Bernardino has 302. The rest are in the twos. Um, as far as pitching goes, uh, runs per game, they leads it would be Armadillos. They give up only four runs per game. Um, State College has 4.5. Um, San Bernardino is actually last with 5.8. Mount uh, Complete Games. Uh, Chicago has two. Shutouts. The Armadillos has three shutouts. Chicago has two. State College has one. San Bernardino and Dallas each have one as well. For saves, Kansas City is Kansas City and State College are the most efficient with eight each. Um, the ERA just tells it all, right? So it corresponds with runs per game. Armadillos has three point nine five ERA that leads the minors, with San Bernardino being last with five point three eight. Uh, I think just looking at these stats right here. I mean, it's how the how it's reflecting. I think uh, with the 66ers being 11 and 13, uh, with the the pitching being absolutely the worst in the league, uh, doing pretty well for staying in the place that they are. So I'm excited to, to see how the pitchers shape during the season. Hopefully, by the end of the season, they will uh, they will get back on track and the pitching will catch up with the batting and then. 66ers will finally get over the hump this year which I predict thanks to yours truly at shortstop holding down the bay holding down that area of the field so uh, let's move on to our next segment okay as I wrap things up I want to thank everyone for listening uh if you're still here listening thank you very much for taking the time uh next week i plan on having uh some guests in to talk about their experience in their first season the pbe and what's it like for them and what they encountered i think it um it may not help us uh together immediately for the moment other than you know talking it through and kind of picking ideas from each other but they Anybody that's new or coming in, they decide, oh, well, let me listen to this podcast series. Uh, hopefully, it will give you some information and what, what to expect. I also want to do, uh, down the line, a podcast with the majors rookies to say, to kind of give us an overview of all of the minor leaguers like myself that what, what to expect when we move up, when it's time, when it's our time to get called to the big leagues and how that works out for us. But again, thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Awesome1849. You can call me off. And this is That New Rookie. Okay, so the first thing that I do... First, why do I always start with okay? I don't know. You kind of get into what I think about, and I'm, you know, with me clicking... Uh, well, you don't know. You, uh, I'm going to redo this. Hi, it's all back again with another episode of That New Rookie. I decided I was going to um, change the name a little bit and uh, perhaps 
redo this. Hi, it's all. Come back for, uh, let me do this again. Hi, welcome back. Uh, I'm all. Uh, the show is called, or the podcast rather, is That New Rookie. I decided we were going to change the name of it, uh, mainly because it, I'm, it, this is like a one season ordeal, maybe one in the minors and one in the majors. Let me redo this. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.